welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is One Kiss Means Forever. Uh, did we switch our names? Do I usually go first? I don't know. I don't know. It feels bizarre. Like I'm like... It's, uh, to be honest, it's been a while since we recorded just because yeah. we, we took some, some much needed vacation time. <laughs> this is the podcast <laughs> where we talk about all the things that you love and also all the things that you absolutely hate about your favorite made-for-TV romances. Yeah. Such as the kind that you see on Lifetime, Hallmark, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is really getting into it, I think. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Happy well, holiday mm-hmm. season. <laughs> well, it's not even a holiday season thing for them anymore. It's like every few months. True. They seem to be... but. As with all of these networks, their holiday season just ramps up to a level that is a little bit nauseating, I think. They, they're they perfecting the formula. Oh, yes. It is a hardcore formula. That's why we are here. <laughs> to talk about said formula. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're here for the formula. And not the, not the baby. baby. <laughs> I was just thinking that, too. <laughs> I was like... so what do we have today hannah uh so we're gonna go uh back in time because you know we we have lives and can't watch and get these out within a matter of minutes so (laughs) (laughs) some of these have to be pre-recorded sorry guys so we're gonna go back in time a little bit to uh a movie from the 2015 Hallmark season, I believe. So long ago. It is a long time ago. Um, but yeah, it was released in November of 2015, so, you know, but Hallmark's been doing this for, I believe, a decade in 2019, so there's plenty of these to go around. That's right. This is the 10-year Christmas, yeah. countdown to Christmas year. Yeah, so some of them we just won't get to because that's crazy, but... <laughs> Uh, we're gonna do this one. It's older. I I hope you enjoy. I don't think I've said what it is. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Christmas Incorporated. We today. are. Uh, so the little blurb that Hallmark put puts out is: Sometimes life just seems to hand you exactly what you need, particularly at Christmas time. In this new Yuletide tale. I feel like we need to put new in quotation marks. (laughs) Riley is scraping bottom when she miraculously lands a job with a wealthy New York City entrepreneur. He's a bad boy socialite type who is poised to play Scrooge by closing one of his... his, um, He's a bad boy socialite type who is poised to play Scrooge by closing one of his factories just before Christmas which would devastate an entire town. It's left to Riley to talk him out of it and turn him into a man of virtue rather than shame. But will a case of mistaken identity ruin the whole plan? And it stars Shanae Grimes-Beach and Steve Lund. (laughs) I'm just laughing at the line, turn him into a man of virtue rather than shame. I just, before we even get into this, this synopsis is way more flowery flowery than they do now I I feel like as the years go by the writers of these things must be like oh fuck it (laughs) I think you're right 
and slash or same thing. I I know we've come to the conclusion that the longer the the blurb is, the less that actually happens. And yeah. I feel like that's what happened with this movie. Weren't we watching it and go like, what's really going on in this movie? <laughs> Maybe it just the flowery language is to confuse everybody, or just to make them watch it, and then so people want to go, huh? But anyway, right. let's talk about what happens yeah. in the movie. Uh, Riley Vance, played by Shanae Grimes Beach, is unemployed in New York City at Christmas. While she is busting her butt to get a job, no one seems to want to hire someone who is unemployed. They want to hire people who are already employed. It's very strange. She randomly overhears that there is an executive assistant job opening for a wealthy entrepreneur, and she rushes over for an interview. Not that interviews really work that way, but, you know. Usually you do need, you know, to be. Appointment? Yeah, an appointment and usually, like, asked to come into the interview. It's not like an open call. (laughs) Well, they they do call a Riley V, who might have had an appointment. (laughs) But unfortunately, there is Riley V, who is our Riley V, but there was another one. So she assumes that it's her because she just popped into this interview with no appointment. And she has a really great interview. Uh, The interviewer wants her to meet her potential new boss. And on her way out of the office, Riley notices that the interviewer was looking at the resume for Riley Van Arden. Not the same Riley V where we have a Riley Vance. Um, So she was like, oops, they think I'm not that person um while she is going to correct the interviewer she actually really really wants the job so she doesn't and she's hired so william young played by steve lund has inherited his father's company he is a bit of a christmas grinch and is contemplating closing the company's signature toy manufacturing plant in the town of dover new hampshire The town is worried, as without the factory, the town will die. Apparently, everybody in the town works at the factory, and, or, or the like. Which I get. Yeah. Um, so, when Riley comes to meet her potential new boss, who is, of course, William Young, um, she suggests going to visit the factory in the town to get a feel of what could be done to fix the problem, rather than just closing it without thought yes so riley's parents warn her that the deception might be a problem but she assures them that she knows what she's doing she sent ahead of william to the town to set it up for him and so he'll be driving up to this town on his motorcycle because he's a cool rider um and the- <laughs> i'm sorry that was i loved it sorry <laughs> Um, So he will be driving up on his motorcycle. The town wants to welcome him warmly and show how much the plant means to them. But he is pulled over by the sheriff for speeding. And then he forgot his license, so he is taken to jail. (laughs) Quite the warm welcome from this town. Yeah, it does make me think that you are actually allowed to have 24 hours to provide your license. If you have a license, it's something I've unfortunately learned oh not for me but i did have a fight with somebody about it and i looked up all the rules interesting so if you if you are a license holder but it's not with you technically they shouldn't be taking you to jail because you are like no i have one and i can prove it and as long as you prove you show within 24 hours you should be okay 
I think there was also one of the, he's one of those smarmy sheriffs in yeah. this one. And he was like, no, I'm William Young, the boss of this factory. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> Comedy. It's true. All right. So Riley tries to get William to do things in the town, like participate. And they visit the toy factory. And Riley comes up with a plan to rebrand some of the toys and she's hoping that it will keep the factory afloat financially until the new year, which would give them just more time to figure out how to break into online sales and basically, I guess, rival. I want to say Toys R Us, but that's defunct already. So who knows? This was 2015. That's true. Right. But like, I guess it would be like that that kind of thing. Um, Riley's father is an entrepreneur as well. Um, and she's using both skills she learned from him and his business to boost sales from the Young Toy Factory. So Riley and William are spending a lot of time together. He teaches, yeah. He teaches her to ice skate. He cooks her dinner and various other tropes. He's starting to open up and realize that he loved Christmas when his grandmother was alive. He just didn't like it when it was just him and his workaholic dad. So he he is opening up to Riley about his memories of the town and his grandmother. So Riley convinces William to read The Night Before Christmas aloud to children which convinces him that he should love Christmas and decorate the home he's rented in Dover. While they're doing that, he confesses that he usually spends Christmas alone, so Riley invites him to her parents' house for the holiday. So they are called then into the toy factory for an emergency. Of course, it's not really an emergency. It's an ambush for Riley about what her last name really is. Um, So that the deception has caught up with her at this point. William feels betrayed since he was really opening up to Riley. And Riley in disgrace goes home to her parents. Um, William is still in town and the mayor and the um, and then the women who interviewed Riley originally and has known William his whole life (laughs) convince him that he shouldn't let Riley get away that even if she's not the person in the resume she's still done a bang up job yeah so William shows up on Riley's parents doorstep to ask her to come back to work she does and finds out that everything from the factory has been sold and that William bought it for the children at a nearby hospital which I didn't know there was a nearby hospital until this point in the movie (laughs) Uh, he and Riley go to drop off the gifts uh, when the truck that they've loaded everything into which is like a semi I think you need a special license to drive those but whatever Mm -hmm. Um, it breaks down and William is then amazed that Riley actually knows how to fix it which I do not believe for a minute, but whatever. Yeah, it was kind of a strange part. Like, they just needed, like, two more minutes to fill out the script. So they're like, what else can happen that's wacky? <laughs> anyway, so they give a bunch of sick kids Christmas presents. And their Grinch heart grows multiple sizes. <laughs> um, so that night, while walking around the town alone, Riley admits that she knew she should have confessed about not being the same Riley. But she just wanted to spend more time with William. They admit they have feelings for each other, and they kiss. And now that they know each other for real life, they can be together because... One kiss means forever. Yeah. 
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Whoosh. <laughs> I'm going to lie to the man I love who is also my boss. <laughs> but there's so many things about this that I find... It's not logistics. That's not the... But just like, it's so convoluted. And there is a version of the story where Riley never knows that Riley V is not her. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> I, I am in agreement with you. The fact that she, like, goes to a job interview, hears her name like they would call you at Planned Parenthood <laughs> with the first name and first initial of right, your last name. Right, which is a bonkers way to run an interview. Absolutely. Like, you, you, would, you would never do that for a, a, a job. You would say their full name because, of course, you would. Yeah. But also, even setting that aside... And, and setting aside that two people with the first name Riley and the last name that starts with V, neither of which are, like, the most common things in the world, right. are at the same job interview with, like, four other people. <laughs> what I want to know is what happened to the other Riley V. Yeah, we never find out. She, she disappeared. She just disappeared. But then she also gets – she is interviewed where nothing on her resume is specifically talked about. Yeah. So, like uh, – at no point is it like, oh, you went to this school, and she's like, no, I didn't, or anything like that. Like, if she didn't see the resume, she would not know at this point. So there would be nothing to confess, because she doesn't know that something is wrong. Yeah, totally honest mistake. And in, you would think that she would have to fill out forms, like, for taxes. We totally talked about yeah. this <laughs> during the movie, because, like, as somebody who part of part of my job is interviewing people and having them go through the very lengthy HR process. Yeah. Like you would, she would have had to fill out the packets and packets of compliance information or whatever <laughs> before she, before they sent her to Dover. Yes. Yeah. I mean, imagine right. the they insurance. Sent to, they sent her to Dover within an hour of being hired, yeah. which is crazy. She would have had to fill out all these forms. So in theory, it's their mistake, not hers because she couldn't have lied and it, it, it yeah. just would be crazy. So, and the fact that she also goes to Dover and introduces herself as Riley Vance to everybody. She is not, like, the only person she's lying to is her boss. But in a, like, very, like, sort of nonchalant, like, she could just not know about the lie kind right. of way. I think this is, I think this whole premise is very indicative of the shifts. Not that this doesn't happen in Hallmark movies still, but the shifts from the 2015 to now because we are getting a lot of more people who are upfront about these yeah. issues. We have a little bit less deception these days of this, oh, here's a really potentially legally problematic thing. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> now we just kind of have a, oh, here's a mistake. Can I fix it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. Segments? Yes, segments. We got lots of Hallmark Hallmarks <sighs> in this one. Yeah, so you want to do a back and forth? Would that be the best way to do this? I feel like that's always our best yeah. way. Yeah, okay. Here we go. So, somebody who's really into Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I have. She loves Christmas. He hates it. <laughs> um... I, uh, there's a carnival. Yes. W slash festival. I have festival too. Yeah. 
I'm going to delete these as we go so I don't, okay. Um, go to the factory and be a boss for the people. <laughs> I think that happens a lot more than you would think. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the relationship, the love relationship is an employee and employer. Like, there's a weird, uncomfortable power dynamic if we actually think about it too hard. Yeah. Totally. No. Yeah. <laughs> I got lost in my own thought for a second because technically my boyfriend was my boss, but it wasn't like the CEO of a company. <laughs> no. And, it, and you weren't his personal assistant. No, I was not. <laughs> uh, we can't forget small town at Christmas. Yes. Um, and also the going to save a town yeah. <laughs> at Christmas. We're closing the factory at Christmas. <laughs> Basically, is that <laughs> you already pretty much said my Scrooge boss one? Yeah. Um. So I put um, hashtag everything is possible at Christmas. Um, I just I have one more version of the small town where the she's a small town girl and he comes from money. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to have all the paradoxes. Yeah. Of, for it to work, at least three levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have mad. We have a magic Santa man. Hmm. Yeah, we do. Um, they go ice skating. Yes, and he cooks for her. <laughs> oh, they also decorate a Christmas tree. Yes. And they go caroling. Yeah, I forgot about that. What was it called? The carol cart? Something like that. Oh it was... my god, I wrote it somewhere. I'll, I'll, the Chris, Christmas carol van. <laughs> and according to our closed captions, carol van is one word. <laughs> Because it's like a care of it anyway. I, I understand. Um, empty coffee cup? Okay. There was one. Um, and, uh, the, you know, we've talked about it a little bit, but the deception. Deception is number one, yeah. always. My last one that I have is um, there's a pushy friend going, you really like him. And they're like, no. <laughs> that's my That's my last one. Yeah, I'm out too. Great. But that's that's a lot. <laughs> I think that was also a comment that I remember both of us making is like, this is Tropy McTroperson. Yeah. It's it's very tropey. This is when they were inventing them. <laughs> I have nothing for Pretty Parade. Okay. Well, um, I had one where she's wearing a green flowy shirt. Um, well, they talk about Secret Santa, because he apparently had never heard of Secret Santa. Poor thing. Uh, so she's explaining how to go shopping for a Secret Santa, and she's wearing a green pretty top. But, you know, it's not, like, super exciting. It's just there. Yeah. I guess when she was decorating for Christmas, it was kind of pretty, but not really noteworthy. Yeah. Speaking of which, new and noteworthy? I do have one. I think I do, too. Okay, you want to go? Um, well, oh, I have I have two. No, yeah. you go first. All right, because I only have one. This movie takes place in New Hampshire, so a cold place, and it she has gone away from her home, and she only seems to have brought one coat with her. <laughs> <laughs> that is new. <laughs> How fun! Um, I wrote down. No family business to take over. 
which is usually not the case. I think, oh, because her, her dad didn't want her to take over his family business, which is usually the other way around. Yeah. I don't know. And then I also... <laughs> so they go to a kindergarten class or something to talk about the toy factory? No, they go to... They, that's is it the they, hospital? No, they read the Christmas Carol. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. It's the, nightmare, the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Jesus, Katie. Um... But unlike the people of the town, it seems, the children are very racially diverse. <laughs> also, it's very unlike New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been, so. New Hampshire is very white. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> why it's a problem that it's, one, it's Iowa and New Hampshire are the first voting states. Because um, they're not a good racial makeup of uh, the country. Let's fix it. Yeah. Anyway. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, across the universe? I didn't have anything noteworthy. <laughs> the only thing I wrote was, um, so at the beginning of this movie, when she goes, like it's, it takes place in New York at the beginning of the movie, and um, it seems as though, which I guess is also new and noteworthy, they might have actually been filming in a New York location, because they're, the conference room that they're having the meeting in where Riley is like talking seems to have a pretty accurate view of Columbus Circle, to which Hannah said, then that has to be Trump Tower. <laughs> or the Trump International Hotel, I guess, is that the one place. Yeah, there. That, that one. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not Tower, it's the International Hotel, but still. That one building on Columbus Circle. Yeah. So that was gross. Owned by that person. <laughs> yep. Anyway. I didn't put anybody for supporting shout out. Me either. Um, I guess that makes us get to Kiss Meter. Okay, so the issue with this kiss, I think you and I both had this issue, is that it's shot at such a terrible angle where, like, it looks like it probably is a good kiss, but all you see is, like, the back of heads. Yes. And so I gave it a two because (laughs) I was like, fuck you, show me something. Like, I feel the passion that is being given off makes this look like it should be a nine, but I can't see it at all. So yeah, I said the same thing, but I said it was a six because it seemed so animalistic and passionate. But the fact that I didn't see nothing, nothing was uh, a little uh, deflating. Yeah. Meh. Meh. There's like a a phrase or a word that I want to say, but I can't remember what it is. Anyway. Anyway, so Hannah, would you watch this movie? Probably not. Um, mostly because it is all tropes. And I think it does its tropes fine, but you can find better versions of them. It's sort of like, you know, like it's, if you're wanting a movie and it's on, it's fine, you know, but I would definitely not go out of my way. Yeah, I said the same thing. I have a big resounding no that there are much better ones that are exactly the same. <laughs> so, yes, that is Christmas Incorporated. Yep. Uh, yeah, so uh, please get in touch with us. Uh, if you would like to um, talk with us, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those cool things. Twitter and Instagram, are you can find us at One Kiss Means Forever, and we're the one and the four are numerals. 
or you can send us a lovely email at one kiss means forever where you spell out all those words uh, forever is spelled like forever and not for the number so just <laughs> make sure um, and it's at gmail.com in case I didn't say that bit because I feel like I did it <laughs> um, and also also thank you to Flint Pastors for our intro outro music and you can find his stuff on Spotify or SoundCloud. Fancy. Um, Fancy. Great. So I hope you're enjoying whatever kind of Christmas weather we're getting this year, even though it's probably like months before Christmas when we are putting this out. For sure, because Hallmark Christmas time lasts from the end of October through January. Yes. We love it. Yay! See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Summer time. Yeah, except we're going to be recording a Christmas episode, so. <laughs> Happy winter? I'll cut that. <laughs>